Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explained. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Episode 34, how do I figure out what the market rent of my property is? The good news is, you don't need to rely on your property manager to tell you what the market rent of your property should be. You can figure out how much your rent should or could be all by yourself. So in this article, you'll learn a good four-step process for figuring out what the market rent is in your area and how you can apply this to your investment properties. So let's get started. What is market rent? Well, according to Tenancy Services, market rent is the amount a landlord might reasonably expect to receive and a tenant might reasonably expect to pay for a tenancy. Basically, the market rent means that two similar properties in a similar area should roughly charge the same amount of rent. And this is determined by what tenants, in general, are willing to pay and what landlords are willing to rent their properties out for. Now, this doesn't mean that your rent is just chosen by the landlord. You can't just pick out any rental amount that you want to. For instance, if a landlord decides he wants to charge an amount significantly higher than the market rent, a tenant can ask for the rent to be reduced through the tribunal. If you want to find out what the market rent is in your property's area, you can type your address into the market rent tool to get an idea. The link for that is in the article that you're listening to. Next, we're going to talk about what are the key factors that influence market rent. So market rent can be determined by a lot of different factors, but here are the top three. Number one, location. Yeah, this sounds obvious, but where your property is located is going to have a substantial impact on your market rent. Actually, if not the most impact. Location can be as broad as an entire city, so Auckland, or as specific as a street or block. And according to QV, Auckland's North Shore is the most expensive place to rent with an average rent of $640 a week, up by $33 a week. That's 5.5% increase. And this is current as of March 2022. It's probably gone up since then. Invercargill remains the least expensive place to rent with an average of $373 a week, And again, that's also up by $33 a week, but that's a 9.8% rise. When it comes to determining the market rent, only properties that were recently rented in the immediate neighbourhood matter. Because there is a tenancy tribunal case where the tenant applied to the tribunal for a rent reduction using trade me listings from a neighbouring town as part of their evidence. But the adjudicator dismissed the rent reduction because the landlord had actual evidence that they'd recently rented a property right next door for a higher rent. So when it comes to determining the market rent, the closer the properties you're comparing a rental to, the better. Keep that in mind. Key factor number two is the number of bedrooms. So rents will also change significantly based on the number of bedrooms offered in each property in a similar area. So this means a two-bedroom property will rent for less than a three-bedroom property, a three-bedroom property will rent for less than a four-bedroom, and so on and so on. For instance, let's take Auckland's North Shore and see how the bedroom count compares. The median market rent for a one-bedroom is $480, a two-bedroom is $590, and a three-bedroom is $785. So when you are making a judgment on what to rent your property for, only compare it to other properties with the same number of bedrooms. And key factor number three is type of property. Tenancy services categorize properties into apartments, flats, houses, and rooms. Each has its own market rent per bedroom count and location. For instance, in the same suburb, the median rent on a two-bedroom apartment is $680, a two-bedroom flat is $560, and a two-bedroom house is $590. So again, when you're deciding what to set the market rent as, it is best to compare your rental with properties of that same type. 
and this will generally give you a pretty solid ballpark when gauging what the market rent is. But when you are using the Tenancy Services market rent tool, all data is not displayed for every suburb. So if there are only a few apartments in your suburb, an average might not be shown, and that's because there just aren't enough properties to give a statistically accurate average. And what other factors are important? Chattels and amenities. If the property is part or fully furnished, this can equate to a higher rent. Allowing pets, speaks for itself, and age and appeal. A tenant is much more likely to pay for a property that looks good and is in a good condition as opposed to a run-down, dark and dingy-looking property. These type of properties usually go empty for longer periods of time and must have the rent drop to actually get someone in. Okay, so how do I work out what rent I should actually charge? For this next part, I'll be referring to a case study from Ed McKnight, who you know as the host of the Property Academy podcast. What I'm going to do is run through the step-by-step research or process that Ed used that led him to figure out that his two-bedroom apartment in Christchurch was woefully under-rented. The process that he used is something that you can obviously replicate when trying to figure out the market rent in your property's area. So step one is to check out the change in the market either through TradeMe or through interest.co.nz. A good place to start your investigations is with the TradeMe Rental Price Index, and this will give you a really good indication of how the market has shifted in the past 12 months, so aka when you last set the rent. For example, when this was all going down in September 2021, the rents in Canterbury were up 7% from the previous September, and the average property in Christchurch was now renting for $480 a week. The quickest way for you to get the latest data is to Google TradeMe Rental Price Index since it can be pretty hard to find if you just go straight to the TradeMe website. Or an alternative to this is to head to interest.co.nz. You Google average weekly rents, insert city here. When Ed did this, it told him that Christchurch City is up 10% from $450 to $495 over the same period. So what these two searches told him was that the Christchurch market had moved by 7% to 10% since he last had his rent which is an increase of $30 to $40 a week on his property based on the $405 a week rent. To put it another way, the new rent on a property would be somewhere between $435 and $445 if the original rent was reasonable, which you will soon find out that it wasn't. Following on from this, the next step is to get a feel for the yield your property currently earns compared with others in your city. And this is where online calculators come in. One issue with Ed's property was that it was under-rented from the start, and that means that a $30 to $40 increase, based on the increases mentioned in step one, may not actually bring the property back up to market level. And this is where you want to use a yield calculator, which compares the gross yield you are currently earning compared with similar price properties in Christchurch. Our Opus yield calculator is in the article that you're listening to. Because Ed's property rents for $405, and it's worth about 600k at the time of writing, the gross yield was at 3.7%, which is pretty low for an apartment, which is typically thought of as a high-yielding product. When he plugged the numbers into the yield calculator, it suggested that on average a $600,000 property in Christchurch yields at around 4.16%. That suggests a rent of about $480 a week. Now, you're probably hearing that and thinking, hmm, that really sounds wrong because a $75 increase in rent is enormous. And I agree, but this calculator doesn't say that the property should rent for $480 a week. It just gives us a sense of what other property investors are receiving for similarly priced properties, which helps us build a picture of what a reasonable rent should be. 
And in this case, the picture that's being painted is that Ed's property is severely under-rented. So the next step is to ask, would an increase of this much be even reasonable? So step number three, you use tenancy services to see what other properties have rented for in the last six months. The next step in the process is to take a snoop at the tenancy services website. Here you will find records for all the actual tenants that have signed up in the last six months. Luckily, this is often broken down by property type, so townhouse versus apartment, and by the number of bedrooms. But this is only provided for areas where there is enough data, so it's more likely that you'll find granular data in larger cities than in tiny wee towns. For this property, Tenancy Services says that the median rent for a two-bedroom apartment in central Christchurch is $450, and that 25% of properties rent for between $450 and $495, and that's in the upper quartile. Now, Ed's property was refurbished only two years ago, and so Ed expected it would rent above the average, but not in the top 25%. So we're starting to get a bit of a rental range. Step number four is the final and most important step. You've got to compare your property with similar ones that are available for rent on TradeMe and on realestate.co.nz. And I'm not just talking about a cursory glance. You're not just going, oh, yep, that'll do. Instead, you should take the same structured approach that a valuer does when looking at a property. And this means returning to trade me, looking at a handful of similar properties, making an assessment of whether that property is better or worse. And this allows you to build a real world picture of the market and target specifically where you think your property sits within that spectrum. So here's Ed's property. It's a two bed, one bath apartment with two separate car parks. So they're not tandem car parks or next to each other. Here's the exact process that Ed used. Currently, there are 12 two bed apartments for rent in Christchurch. He picked five of them to analyse for his research table. Then, he took into consideration what was on offer, the photos, the area, ranked them in terms of whether they were better or worse than his property. For example, there was a brand new two-bed, two-bath apartment in Christchurch renting for $4.50. Despite the fact that it's brand new and it has an extra bathroom, Ed labelled it as inferior because it didn't have a car park. And what's really helpful about this method of comparison is that it strips away all of the emotion often associated with rent rises. In the article that you're listening to, you can see the table that Ed actually created. But what it suggests is, currently the market in Christchurch for two-bed apartments range from where between $450 and $500 a week. It should be somewhere higher than $450 because he believed this apartment was superior to those out there charging $450 a week. But in the same vein, his apartment is not worth $490 a week because it's just not as nice as some others going for the same price. So to his mind, the right rental range was somewhere between $460 and $480 a week. And after all that analysis, here's what he learned step by step. Step one, suggested a rent of $435 to $445, but this assumed that the original rent was right, and it wasn't. Step number two suggested a rent of $480 to achieve the same yield as other investors. Step number three suggested a range between $450 and $495. And step number four, and this is the most important step, suggested a range between $460 and $480. Because steps two, three, and four are pointing in the same direction, the right rental range appears to be between $460 and $480 a week. And for Ed, he decided that $460 just felt right. It increased the rent to market level, and should his tenant decide to find another place to rent once their fixed-term contract ended, then another tenant is likely to snap it up quickly if priced at the lower end of the rental range. Sure, 
I get it, it's a big rent increase, but given that it's currently under-rented, Ed felt really confident that it was a fair one. So let's just say, it probably has happened since, but let's just say that Ed was going to serve 60 days notice to his tenants informing them that the rent was going to be increased to 460 in April 2022. It's highly likely that the tenants will decide to find somewhere else to live. They're on a 12-month fixed term and they use a second bedroom as storage. That's anecdotal information, but go with me. So Ed wouldn't be surprised if they decided to move on and find somewhere cheaper. And that's legitimate. Your tenants don't have to sign on for another fixed term contract if you increase the rent. Ed's property is likely to appeal to a small family, so a couple with a child or a group of professionals who would make full use of both bedrooms. My last two points are this. These steps are really important tools for investors because it lets you know what the market rent you should be charging for your property. And this is because both overcharging and undercharging can have serious repercussions. If you charge too high, you could be facing a tenancy tribunal case to dial it back. But if you charge too low a rent, then you could be leaving valuable rent on the table, which impacts your investment's cash flow. And in this instance, you'll most likely be making up the shortfall out of your own pocket. And number two is the question that I hear a lot. Do I really have to go to this level of research? I get it. This process does take a bit of time. But it should only technically take an hour of your time every 12 months, and it will allow you to price your property with confidence. This level of research will also protect you. Because let's say your tenant does decide to challenge you at the tenancy tribunal, having this level of research at the ready for any adjudicator to see will go a long way. You could also give your research to your property manager to convince them that your decision is fair and based on market data. Either way, it's a really good way to get an emotionless gauge of the market and to ultimately answer your question, what is the rent I should charge for my property? Good luck.